Welcome to episode 27 of Composerscape. This is an actual full-length episode with me and my co-hosts return, Scott Hall. Happy Halloween. Dog. Happy Halloween. We are recording this on Halloween. That's correct. Oh, I should have changed my lighting to be a little more spooky. Extra huh? spooky. Um, yeah. Look, I got BB-8 and, and Darth Vader behind me. That's spooky enough, right? Uh, and Dark Side. Vader. <laughs> bb eight's very spooky so we're got episode 27 boy did we want to record last week but you know what shit happens mm-hmm. um because not only did uh the dc fandom um which believe it or not i actually didn't watch because it was just a wall-to-wall thing with no sessions like the original one was more like a con where you could like oh i want to watch that session and that session uh-huh. this one was just all strung together right. so i waited and then people extracted the parts. Well, we got trailers galore in that thing. We got the flash teaser that I talked about in a little clip, but we're going to probably watch again because yeah. it's kind of mind-blowing. Uh, Black Adam teaser. You know what they call these things teasers? I remember teasers would just be like one like little shot and then a title card that said coming soon. Now teasers are pretty much trailers. Right. Well, <laughs> the mini. Yeah. They, 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 yeah. Uh, they gave some behind the scenes on the Aquaman, and then um, Matt Reeves dropped his uh, big, huge trailer for the upcoming The Batman movie. Um, it's which a you haven't Batman seen yet. Heavy show, which I haven't and seen. And I'm surprised I've by waiting. that. I've been waiting for this episode so you can see me make all my nerd faces. I mean, I do not typically make conclusions about movies based on a trailer. And have all lot of opinions and things about trailers, right? I can. It's uh, uh, right. Uh, well, we could all we could have a whole episode on the first trailer for Justice League that turned out to be Justice League because the first trailer for Justice League was the trailer for Jack, Zack Snyder's Justice League, right? And like half that trailer isn't in the movie. <laughs> well, so, yeah. that, let's let's watch this trailer for the batman because i'm oh you re- want to start with that yeah why don't we because i'm anxious to see what your impression is is of it because i had a very distinct impression of it which is the kind of thing i hate to have after watching a movie trailer i don't want to mm. i don't want to go into a movie with too many kind of foregone conclusions and i don't want there to be too I much have a hang up on it uh, yeah, keep saying it's going to be this grounded Batman movie, and we just got a grounded Batman trilogy from Nolan. Exactly, that was grounded. Okay, well, that was Batman in his own world with no Superman. I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to say anything right, else. Let's watch it. You need to watch this trailer. I'm, we're, we'll, let's face it, we'll complain and still go see it. Let's let's just be real. Probably yeah. fortune. All right, let's see if this works on the first try. There it goes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
strive to reach you. Now, right here. Find the gun! This is a powder king. And Rither's to match. I can take care of myself. Oh, they base. This continues. He won't hurt before you have nothing left. You're one slick, Kyle. I don't care what happens to me. It's only getting Super psyched for Andy Circus. Oh, yeah. Love him. We've never had a bad Alfred. Oh, take it easy, sweetheart. Oh, that's crazy. That that's Cobblepot. There. Um. Maybe we're not so different. Who are you under there? The Irish fella. That looked like Batman. Colin Farrell. As Chester Cobblepot. All right. Black and blue and red. <laughs> oh, I think that was a uh, riddle Chipper from the comics. Just, uh, I'll just dive I, right I in. I feel like it looks, you know how the first like Batman Begins looked and it and Gotham was gritty mm-hmm. and it was dark and yeah. it was like that. Yeah. And then he started filming it. I don't know. It just like they they never went back to that. Um, what was that park called? A town that that looked that, that, like the comics. And then Nolan kind of scrapped that for the Dark Knight and the Dark Knight Rises. That looks like Matt Reeves is going to make Gotham dirty again yeah um but and yeah he has some cool lines i am vengeance and all of this but is he well here's he has to step into the shoes of affleck and affleck is the most batman batman there's ever been so and it's a little disappointing that we don't get more of that the one thing i'll say about that is visually the way that the costume and the cowl and everything is kind of working for Robert Pattinson here, the scenes of him with the costume on and the cowl, he looks like a young Ben Affleck's Batman. He looks like this is a prequel to Ben Affleck's Batman. Now, I will say this. There is, mm. this is going to be way off in left field, super, super niche, but there is a collection of animated shorts um, for Batman, and it, it's, I think it's, it was titled Gotham Knight, and it was a collection of shorts by several different animators, and a couple of them are very kind of Japanese anime style, and there's a version of Batman that appears in those shorts that the Batsuit, his costume has like a collar, right, where the cowl oh, yeah, doesn't uh, come also... down over his neck, down onto his sternum, but rather it's like it's almost like a helmet, right? Like a headpiece, a little bit like what um, Christian Bale in the second Nolan film, right? When he has um, yeah. 
When he has to redesign the, the, the suit so that he can turn, he's like, oh, you want to be able to turn your head? It's like, yeah, that'd be great. There's so, versions in the comics like that. that have and so I love that. I, lo- I think the bat suit looks fantastic. I think, you know, Pattinson's got yeah, this kind I'm of cleft chin. On the bat suit right? Yet. So it looks a little mm. bit. And the elephant in the room, it clearly appears to be bulletproof. It's made out of some kind of high tech yeah, weave or something like that, right? And so that was one of the things yeah. that they introduced. You know, the, the Affleck cowl it was supposed to have a, a it had a helmet on the okay. it had armor in well, it. Well, it was some kind of bulletproof weave, right? And there was a, mm-hmm. and so I think that was one of the things that people didn't really talk about a whole lot when the um, Justice League and the Batman versus Superman kind of version came out. Like, oh, Batman's bulletproof. And, you know, at least in the comics, uh, I'm not that well read with too many Batman stories, but I have definitely read several Batman stories where, okay, he got shocked and now he's bleeding and he's in bad shape, right? He needs medical attention, but he's... Yeah, they don't do that as much anymore. Now the suit's definitely tactical. Yeah, and... It has been for a good few couple... Which five to ten years at least, consistently sense. around the comics, makes game. perfect sense, right? Just for a historically traditionally. Yeah, I mean, if you watch closely in the warehouse scene in Batman v Superman, he gets shot straight up in the. Oh, head. absolutely! No, no, no! That's and then I mean. gets mad and then throws the guy yes. across the room. But... Arguably one of the best yeah, fight um, scenes of it. In, in yeah, Batman. they're gonna. So yeah, mm-hmm. um, let me throw this, in. and I'm, I haven't even really addressed kind of the tone um, of of this trailer. Your initial yeah, comment. It's supposed to be very adult. It's right. supposed to be very like horror-ish. Well, a- again, my initial impression, and I hate having such a foregone conclusion based on a trailer. I mean, I really try to remain neutral, and like you said, I'll probably still go see it. It seems to borrow very heavily, and borrow is probably a terrible word. I don't mean to say that. I mean it's a Batman movie, but the I, it screams to me like. This is the, the Nolan, the tone that the Chris Nolan trilogy had with Christian Bale. It looks very grounded in reality and just the, the lighting, the tone of the whole thing. It It's... They haven't shown enough Bruce Wayne. Yeah. They and, haven't shown him being Bruce Wayne. And if he's a sad sack, Jon Snow type Bruce Wayne and Batman, that's going to be a bit much. Bruce Wayne tends to be a much he's not even like tony i mean he's a serious guy yeah. but he's also bruce wayne he's a little know? more james bond <laughs> yeah he's, yeah so yeah he was james bond's parents were killed too here's <laughs> here's what i'll say i laughed I, at that in in early kind of leaked pictures and footage and what we knew about the story early on is that this is a young batman um, very yeah, early. I, th- I think it's the set, Matt Reeves said it's the second year of him being yeah. Batman. So he's already in contact with Gordon and yeah. all of this. And so we get a, a very kind of raw, at least what it looks like to me, relatively low tech Batmobile, which appears to be some sort of a converted armored Dodge Charger. Maybe this is the first Batmobile that, like, when they first revealed it, I was like. <sighs> Yeah, it's a okay. car. It, it appears to be, yeah. uh, it might be a Charger. It's got the jet engine thing in it, but, but I'm not going to lie. You don't go from this, Yeah, you know, right. to that. Well, you don't go from this to that. And it, and it 
early kind of young Batman, right? Before he figures out, like, I need to, you know, find some off-the-grid military contractor and find some sort of custom-made miniature tank. Um, Now, see, I'm going to give us props here because we – I know that there's probably been several um, uh, streamers and podcasters who've come out. But uh, I, I bet you a large portion of them are the MCU only crowd and that their big complaints are like, wow, there weren't any jokes. Oh, it's too dark. You can't see anything. Yeah. <laughs> you know, stuff like that. Um, no, I, I, I am cautiously optimistic. It's an Elseworld. I have the same feeling going into this that I had about the Joker. And meaning to see the Joker Heath Ledger's and got Joker. blown away. No, the Joker. The oh yeah, the okay. Movie. Yeah, yeah. I was like, eh, no. I when I saw it, why, uh, Heath Ledger's Joker, I, I knew that was going to be awesome. Well, sure. But uh, yeah. Um, I think. I mean, the cast around Pattinson's excellent. Yeah. Um, what they got to be careful about, and what we finally got away from, was um, where everyone else in the movie was more interesting than Batman. I mean, in the Nolan movies, typically oh. <laughs> everyone else was more interesting. Than Batman, <laughs> including Bruce, especially Wayne. in Dark Knight, including Bruce Wayne. Is that what you mean? No, I meant Bruce Wayne, Batman. They're the main character, but the other characters tend to be maybe not in Batman Begins, but definitely in Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises. The villains were more; they kind of stole the show from the hero. I don't agree. The hero was very much the straight man. I'm get, you don't think that be, Heath well, Ledger's Joker stole the show from? Well, he from absolutely was. I, 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 yeah, I mean, Tom he, Hardy put on quite a show too. But to say that Christian Bale kind of fell flat, no. I don't. I don't agree with that. No, no, I didn't say he fell flat. I was just saying that the character Batman, okay, was never the biggest thing in the Batman movies until Affleck did it in BVS when he actually. They cut it so much that Superman wasn't in it enough, and I don't know the theatrical version. Um, but I, anyway, I really, yeah, I really enjoyed and appreciated um, Christian Bale's portrayal. The, the oh Nolan no, I love those movies standalone. And, and well, so you know, in early discussions when Nolan got Snyder, they were in early discussions, that, but they didn't know how to rectify it with the ending of Dark Knight Rises. But they wanted that older, grizzled Batman to be sure. Christian Bale's Batman to the, then that would bring it into that. Yeah. Universe. Superman arrives right. in the world where Bale's Batman has, but he, at the end of it, they kind of, he wanted to end his trilogy, which is understandable. Of course. Not every director gets to. Of course. Um, there was one other thing I, I feel like I was going to point out with this movie. We didn't get to see it. It doesn't give you much uh, Riddler. You get to see a bunch of the um, Cobblepot. They right? showed we get a lot some, of Penguin. Uh, but yeah, that was cool. And, they did show uh, several like uh, shots of the Riddler and, and he's Zendaya, just, like, some sort of psycho right? serial killer. And Zendaya playing not Zendaya. Uh, Kyle. Not Zendaya. It's, that's not Zendaya. Oh. That's um, that's uh, sorry. Lisa Bonet and um, Lenny Kravitz is that Zoe? Kravitz. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. My apologies. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, right. I tried to save you. I was like, not Zendaya. <laughs> we'll talk about Zendaya in a bit. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Um, so do we want to stick with the DC stuff? Sure. Um, and then yeah. give our little Dune chat at the end? Yeah, sure. Okay, because I already saw... Okay, that was fun. Uh, that was definitely the most viewed trailer from DC Fandom, mm-hmm. because there wasn't a, they did not restore the Snyderverse, they did not release the IR Cut, they suck. 
Um, I think um, but the I, other thing. Let's stay on the Batman. Thing. So, yeah. Well, let me let me say what this is. The last thing I'm going to say about this, and I apologize if it's redundant because I know I've mentioned this on previous episodes. But here is the only beef that I have ever had with the way that Batman is portrayed in the movies, with the possible exception of Michael Keaton's um, first um, couple of films. Um, and I, I need to go back and watch those. With the, the, the if you're two about films, to bring up the detective yes, thing again, yes. I'm going to stop you, and you cannot say it again till you watch, sit down with a notebook, and watch Batman v Superman, the ultimate edition, Yeah, I, and time out all the scenes that are just Batman doing detective shit. Okay. That's like literally 70% of what he does in the movie. Fair enough. He's tracking down the uh, um, what ends up being Lex Luthor getting the kryptonite. That's true. Uh, he's doing the things with his phone to get the uh, dude's uh, info. Well, he's uh, yeah. putting the tracker in Lex Luthor's computer. Here's, and he's investigating okay, things. Okay, and okay, okay, all this okay, stuff okay. going on the yeah, back yeah, of yeah. computer. No, he's I, very much a detective. I get that. And maybe that's my sentimentality wanting to see some other kind of older kind of old world lower tech kind of detective work i don't know because i i think in my mind i want to see something that's more sherlock and less james bond i guess oh, because well, see, batman he is, is doing, a great detective yeah, yeah. well he is doing the detective he's the world's greatest de- in, in the batman yeah. the superman he's just he's he's leaning so heavily on some kind of ridiculous tech right that's i'm gonna i'm gonna set my phone down on the bar and i'm just gonna clone this guy's device and now i'm just gonna sort through your email <laughs> right i'm gonna uh, that's how batman works i guess yeah no it's fine that's how he's always i mean he's the world's greatest detective yeah. because his, his superpower is i'm rich he's rich that's right and so yeah if you can get if it. you have could build your own Google, yeah. then yeah, you're the world's greatest detective. I'm not disagreeing. <laughs> I'm not. You're right. You're right. I just said. But yeah, you need to quit. Oh, sorry. That's a preview mode. So like, I don't. Okay. That was probably awkward for the audience who that didn't hear anything. <laughs> Do you want to watch this? This 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 gave me shivers. Actually, yeah. Put it this up. got me more excited for seeing Batman's than the actual Batman movie coming out. Okay. So here we go. You've seen this one, I assume. Mm-hmm. I love it. This is like my 10th time seeing it. Here we go. When I press play. Note the music. Straight from the first Batman Tell movie. Tell me something. Speaking Michael Keaton. Mm-hmm. You can go anywhere you want, right? Any timeline. Any universe. That's Mother's House. You know it is. Of course. Why do you want to stay? This is right out of the flashlight to save this one. Yeah. Oh, he was in regular clothes there. I bet he did chase people. That was Keaton's cow. People worked it out. <laughs> like the rain. Ha 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 ha. Yes. Oh my god, childhood. Are you in? That's the other Barry. I wonder where he picks him up. What universe is this Barry from? Holy shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Give me this movie. I can't wait. 
I, I'm excited. Now, there are some um, uh, diehard Snyder fans, and we've had this conversation before. There are people that were fans of Snyder, and then he signed on to do the DC movies, and they fell in love with Snyder's universe and really could care less about anything else. And then there are fans of DC that were like, holy crap, we got Zack Snyder. We got the dude that did The Watchmen and, uh, yeah. um, and 300 doing Man of Steel. Awesome. And we're just disappointed that he's not getting to continue his story. But this is still carrying on from his story. As a matter of fact, uh, the director said they were going to hit all bunch of previous DC movies. Huh. Like, we have no idea who's going to show up in these things. Okay. I mean, I'm pretty sure Christopher Reeve isn't. But, you know, yeah. other than that, right. you never know. Oh, and George Clooney said decisively, he said, no, I don't think they will ever call me again after my my appearance as Batman. <laughs> well. Um, but your thoughts. Uh, d- d- per your comment about the scene where he's about to tap, presumably this is, is, is Barry tapping his mother on the shoulder, mm-hmm. right? Coming in and tapping. I think the, the biggest question that opens up in my mind, you pointed out that he's in street clothes, uh, right? And just regular clothing. Um, it kind of begs the question of how much of the Flashpoint storyline are they going to integrate into this and how the writers that scene choose to do to. that because in if you take the you know the story in the comics, he changes the past, wakes up in the present, right? Kind of yep. wakes up back in the present and his powers powerless. are gone. And has to and take then a Batman cab. Has to like, there's this right. whole like macabre scene yeah. where Batman is frying him with lightning, and then finally, the last time Batman does it, the lightning blows him off the side. Because of course, it's Batman. He's up on a freaking cliff, even yeah. though it's Thomas Wayne. Yeah. Uh, and he goes flying off, but the Flash gets his powers back. He goes, yeah. and goes, gets him, and then is out cold. But yes, that has to be that scene where he's like, I, he wakes up. And something's different. And then he tries to go to work and like no one knows him. And then because he would never become a crime scene investigator yeah. if his mother wasn't killed. So that didn't happen. He remembers, but he's forgetting. And he, so he goes home to his mother's house, which apparently was something he'd often do, and then sees her yeah. and goes in. Yeah. And he thinks, oh, wow, I haven't seen you in years. And when he touches her, she's like, oh, it's just you, Barry. That's right. So, yeah, that's going to be really cool. We'll see. Um, yeah. But what's really interesting is like they're replacing. One, the nasty part, the business part, um, Ray Fisher refused to uh, participate in this movie unless um, uh, Walter Hamada, one of the heads at uh, Warner Brothers Mm. and DC uh, movies, uh, apologized for trying to mess up, trying to uh, interfere with the investigation from what happened on Justice League. Okay. Uh, So they had to write and they refused because... Warner Brothers is awful. Um, so he's out, and he was obviously, if you've seen, you know, read the Flashpoint, you know, Cyborg is a very big part of that. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what he they're gonna, and it seems uh, maybe they're replacing him with Supergirl because yeah. we have this Supergirl in it. Well, and then the other thing is, uh, instead of Thomas Wayne's Batman, we're getting both in our world parallel universe, have right? Alternate Bat universe. Fleck, mm-hmm. And then in wherever he's going to the, uh, I think they call it in the, in the CW anyway, called it Earth eighty nine because you know Batman eighty nine. Um, he he's getting that Batman. Um, but uh, the really interesting thing I've heard is that Zachary the Levi? director or oh. his wife, who's his co producer, said 
100%, um, you're going to get to see uh, uh, Keaton and Affleck together on screen as Batman. Okay. And that they had a great time. Well, they may just Affleck be leaning like very, about very heavily into the um, the Batman aspect of this story because, as you, yeah, for for people who have read the Flashpoint too. story, this whole you know what you just pointed out that Cyborg plays a major role in that. So do the Amazons. So do the Atlanteans, right? So if you're going to make this, yeah, movie, I don't know if they're going to do the big World War. Yeah, story. right. Well, I mean, that's the point I was about to make. If you're you're not going to have Cyborg, you're probably not going to get the Atlanteans versus the Amazonians. You may, you're probably not going to get because I haven't. You heard. haven't even asked the most important. Well, no, no, no. I haven't heard yet. any scuttle about about the Shazam kids who also play a very oh, yeah. a, a big role in this. Uh, who is it? Uh, doesn't Wonder Woman like murder all mm-hmm. of them? Before they can even say the word, yep. she just like kills them all. Yeah, right there, and that—that's kind of what puts it's very um, dark. Yeah, yeah, that's what puts uh, the Thomas Wayne was already kind of over the edge since his wife became the Joker. Mm-hmm. It kind of puts him over the edge, and uh, he—that's uh, when he kills Reverse Flash. Blows a hole right through him. Looks through the hole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but and that brings up the real question: They haven't even hinted. There's been no leaks. Who's the bad guy? Well. In the comics, it's the reverse Flash. Of course. But um, Eobard. Who? Thawn. Isn't that his name? It's gonna be, I mean, w- w- when they first saw the two berries on set, there was a double that looked very much like Ezra Miller that they would use to film that. And then I guess I CGI'd Ezra's face on his. Um, they thought, oh, he's good. Uh, Barry's going to be the reverse Flash. It's like, no, that's stupid. That's not who the reverse Flash is. Right. Eobard. Um, Eobard Thawne. I have not watched it because when a good director does a horror movie, I tend to shy away from it. <laughs> but he's very good with the source material, so I don't imagine he would write, rewrite Eobard Thawne as a Barry Allen. That doesn't make any sense. That's not what the Reverse Flash is. So if it's the Reverse Flash, we don't know who's playing it. That is probably the most exciting thing, but there is one more trailer I have not seen from this that I don't know if you watched. Um, is it that I'm excited for it because the uh, the uh, the Rock is the Dwayne? Johnson are you talking about the Black thing. Adam kind of teaser, which is not a te- it's not a teaser. If you want to play it, go ahead. Well, in, unless they yeah. did actually, well, I cut off all the stuff from them talking. Oh, I just have the part that's the actual trailer. Okay, good because I did watch that, <laughs> and it's these little miniature yeah, interviews with the cast mm-hmm. kind of patting themselves yeah, they only, on the they back. They only put up the stream, so you had to watch the stream, so I had to get the stream and pull the trailer part Okay, out. sure. Yeah, I got that. Yeah. I can't... Which... I, I think Cavill might show up in this, but yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I don't know, because Zachary Levi is not in this. No, they wanted to give Black Adam his own space before he came up with Shazam. That'll probably be Shazam 3. Well... Or a Shazam Black Adam. Movie. It'll, it'll be interesting to see if he is actually presented as an anti-hero. If he is going to become a villain. She's out. Oh, Black Adam switches up. Oh, I mean, historically he's treated as a villain in the comics, but yeah, his motivations have always been. Justice League, dude. 
<laughs> Did you hear what I said? He's in the Justice League right now. In the comics. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. I don't know. I have really... I've really gravitated towards uh, the magical side of both um, DC and the MCU. Um, I'm ex- I, I think I think I'm, I'm going to get excited for that the more the cl- further we go. Uh, he, uh, I mean, he's been hinting at, uh, if not in this movie, at some point, Cavill, Superman, and him going toe to toe. But everyone talks about this. They're like, oh, Cavill, Superman would be the only thing that can compete with him. It's like Cavill, Superman can't compete with him. And even The Rock knows this, and he's put, he's repeatedly telling people, he's like, magic to Superman is worse than kryptonite. Magic, absolutely, well, he might as well be immortal. He's just not invulnerable which means, to it. Right, which means he's just like us. Like, it's the same as if if Shazam zaps us and zaps Superman, it's yeah. going to have the same effect. So, <laughs> so we can't fly away, though. Right, and we can't throw buildings at people. Right. So if 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 there's going to come to a point yeah. where Shazam, where Superman needs to take on Black Adam, or Shazam needs to take on Black Adam, it's going to need to be both of them. It's going to need to be Shazam and Superman, or Shazam and Supergirl. Yeah. Even the whole Shazam family would probably have a problem with Black Adam because there's one thing, and they pointed out in the, the comics, is that Shazam is self-taught, and Black Adam is not. Okay. Well, Shazam, the wizard gave him the freaking power of shazam and died yeah he comes back in the comics and i think he comes back in the next shazam movie too but yeah so what do you think of it i think there's not enough there to really draw a conclusion i think that was a, a very teasery teaser yeah <laughs> um, he looks great though i wish they would have given him the pointy ears but i don't think they sh- maybe they are gonna in post or something they didn't really show it in the teaser well, yeah, without the hood on, on though yeah he yeah. yeah. But some of the other pictures he's shown, if they did give him pointy ears, it's um, not makeup. Right. So I don't know. He might not have pointy ears. I mean, it doesn't really make sense if he's made the same way as Shazam is. Well, we'll see. Yeah. So that that was the DC fandom stuff. Um, Their slate looks pretty strong. Um, There were no really good surprise announcements. This DC fandom, I don't. It didn't carry the excitement that last year's did, but of course, last year's they were dropping the trailer for Zack Snyder's mm-hmm. Justice League, so that was kind of a big deal. But the the Flash, I don't know. In order of excitement, I would say it's probably the Flash, and then Black Adam, and then the Batman. I'm really still more, in, and then actually even before that is Aquaman, Aquaman Two, right? Uh, Shazam Two. There was a uh, there weren't they haven't filmed enough of Shazam Two to have anything really a show for that yeah i'm interested in the dc universe even though it's not as connected as marvel um i don't know it's still nice watching a movie knowing that somewhere out there there's other people like somewhere out there's superman somewhere out there's batman 
somewhere out there's dark side coming with his freaking armada it'll just take him a while because he couldn't use the boom tunes because the mother boxes are dormant again right but <laughs> yeah. um so we finally had a chance to see dune yes i've seen it twice and i need to see it a sec i, I need to see it a second time yeah um i want to watch it a third time to be honest it's uh um, so I figured we could do a, let's do this, let's, let's try this spoiler free. Although if you've read the book, there's really not much, there are some spoilers, but I, and, and since I've been harping since they announced this movie that I think it will be a lot more fun to watch the movie and then read the book. Hmm. And because you know what, when someone dies in a book, you, you can just scan forward through some pages and be like, Oh, she, they really dead. It doesn't have the same effect as when. All right, the John Snow. I don't know. They drug the John Snow death out for like a chapter, a whole chapter, and it happened at the very end. And Game of Thrones chapters are long. Yeah. But in this movie, I feel like these surprises are more fun if you see them on the screen, and then you can get the backstory from the book. So, that was a really long justification. If you want to go spoiler, we can go spoiler. But I think that we're going to have to do a longer discussion of this movie at some. No, point. no, no, not necessarily. And. Uh, this is a story that is from a world building aspect, epic fantasy or epic science fiction where, you know, if you have read the book, there is a ton of just deep backstory and the culture of these different civilizations that are millennia old um, and traditions and just a, a lot of things that he builds into the culture of these people. That's actually difficult to understand if you, if you haven't read the book and you get just enough of it with this presentation of yep. the movie, I think it's probably a big criticism of the David Lynch, the, the eighties version Oh yeah, the movie. where they had to just kind of they did they tried to put the little bits at the beginning of chapters of yeah, Princess Irulan, kind of telling you what was going on. Uh, no, I like the way I like the way of Villeneuve. Oh Jesus, why did I try to Dennis? Let's just call him Dennis. I know I'm, we'll be interviewing him soon. Uh, the way that he did it, where you're kind of getting instead of in the book, you're kind of told the history of our Arrakis yeah. as you go. Um, and the Bene Gesserit and all of that, mm -hmm. but we're kind of getting it all from Paul's perspective. Yes. Right. And so, so we're learning along with him and I thought that was nice. And that's, I think the unique aspect of the film compared to the book is that certainly in the book, as with most novels, right, you are getting multiple perspectives and you're learning things that are happening that the main character isn't. And they did a really good job of kind of presenting the story just from Paul's perspective so that when things are supposed to be a surprise, you're very surprised. Out. I also, that would explain some of the um, little subplots they left out. There was uh -huh. uh, something with, uh, with drunk Duncan and uh, Jessica that didn't happen. Um, and it would end up being a four hour long movie. Mm -hmm. You know, that's the thing about yeah. taking a book like this and turning it into a film. Mm -hmm. And you just and we got our sequel. Yep. We've been told we're getting the sequel. So we'll at least finish the first book. And he wants to do Messiah okay. and Children of Doom. Well, which and that kind of completes Paul's story arc. Yeah. And slight spoiler alert. Paul is not that heroic in the end. But whatever. <laughs> so um, as far as the uh, God, just visually 
and the, the set design, the costumes, the cinematography, the, the, the locations, the, the, the absolute, like every ship is as big as the Death Star yeah. type thing. Oh, did you catch? They they tried to make it clear because they showed when the ships were landing on um, Caladon, the big carrier ships, mm-hmm. you know, the big kind of square ones. Then they showed the Space Guild vessel. They were coming out. Yes. There were just little dots yes. coming out of this thing. Absolutely. And that's what <laughs> I mean. It's when you, they, they did a pretty good job of giving you a sense of scope and scale. And, I mean, you, you just absolutely have the sense that these civilizations, which are millennia old, are uh, the, the resources uh, that they have years ac- from now. Yeah, the, the resources that they have access to, right, in order to build these, uh, you know, cities in orbit, right? These kind of traveling uh, metropolises. Oh right? yeah, well the spacing the spacing guild ships. Uh, I don't know if you remember this from the book. They uh, they're all hopped up. The space uh, the the spice allows them to have just enough premonition. Yeah. That they can do these things where they fold space. Yeah. And like the trip from Caledon to Dune is instantaneous. They're there. Yeah. Um, that's why Arrakis slash Dune is. Well, I want to talk about what wasn't in it, and it was really amazing. Um, Fayed, Fayed, uh, the character that Sting played wasn't in it yet. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and um, and the Spacing Guild, I think we saw some Spacing Guild people when they were having the ceremony on Caladan for them uh, formally taking over Dune. When they come, when the Emperor's crew came down, there were a bunch of people in white outfits that had red yeah. Um, things that I didn't know if that was like supposed to be filled with spice or something. Uh, but from in the book, the space people were, I mean, Lynch took it to a bit of an extreme, but they are in these tanks <laughs> filled with spice because mm-hmm. uh, they have to have the, and it, they can't have a lot of water around them either because they're kind of like a bit sandworm a little. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was the, so this, we didn't get introduced to the spacing guild or Feud, um I can't remember the character's last name. We did get a healthy dose of the two Mentots, and the Mentots are really interesting because in that future, they don't have computers because um, sometime around the year 2500 or 3200 or something like that, uh, our years, uh, they're, 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 the computers finally advanced, and there's this AI called Ominous, Omnius, uh-huh. Omnius. Uh, and the humans defeated it. When they defeated it, they said, no more computers. Humans will always be the superior thing. And that's why they don't have computers in the future, but they do have human computers. That's what the Mentots are. Yes. That's why when they were calculating, their eyes rolled up. And you, and you don't... Well, we got the main Mentot, and the other one I was going to say, and this has blown me away, because I, I watched that whole movie, I was like, no way. Is that really him? I don't want to talk about two actors having an exceptional year. Batista, who was amazing in Dune, mm-hmm. and also amazing in Army of the Dead, but even more, Des, uh, David Dashmalian, the Suicide Squad, he was Peter DeVries. That's a big role, and it's a serious role. And he just is, is shockingly great. I loved him ever since. Actually, the, you know what the first thing you probably saw him in was? Dark Knight. The scene where they tried to assassinate um, well, that's the right. mayor. Yeah. He's the one that the fake the fake cop. Yeah. How about that? And then in Ant Man, he's plays the kind of foreigny guy yep. in their uh, little security office. Sure enough. Then Suicide Squad, boy, that was a coming out. And this polka dot man, he was him and uh Ratcatcher 2 were like the best part of that movie. 
Well, King Shark. But yeah. anyway, so yeah, um, the casting was so spot on. I was a little unsure about Timothy Chalamet. Knew he would do a good job. Uh, he was a lot lighter, um, but also with the seriousness of Paul, it, it seemed like in the trailers, and we can go on a trailer rant again if you want, um, <laughs> they they only showed him being like super like serious. But in the movie, he, he tended to be a little more... Uh, like Paul is early on, because, you know, you really got to get that Paul before Paul turns into Muad'Dib. Because <laughs> once he's Muad'Dib, he's not the same character. Right. Um, oh, the woman playing Jessica, whose name I just slipped my mind. Rebecca Ferguson. Perfect. Yeah. Yes, perfection. Yeah, she's an actress Oscar that, Isaac was well cast. Um, I don't know. It's probably not fair to say she came out of nowhere, but she was in... Um, the most recent or the one before last, the uh, Mission Impossible, um, right. as the British agent right. opposite, you know, Tom Cruise. And I'd never seen her before. I, so who is this? Mm-hmm. And she's been in several things since then and um, is is excellent. Um, Very she was well in cast. Dr. Sleep, um, right? The Shining sequel. And uh, yeah. that's what she, that was her big like solo role. Mm. And I have not watched that yet. Mm. Is that uh, good? I'll watch it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> She's great. Uh, um, yeah. Well, but yeah. That, and that, that's the main thing about this movie. The story, the only way to make the story for Dune bad would be to try and do the book in one movie. Uh, you know what? I would have loved to have, if they would have let Lynch loose. If they would have let Lynch do whatever he wanted, which probably would have meant splitting the book into three movies. Yeah. And I'll still watch that Lynch one. That Lynch, that the Lynch Dune is kind of to me like the Kubrick, The Shining. You know what I mean? It's not really the book at all. Yeah, that's Stanley Kubrick's The Shining. That's not Stephen King's The Shining at that point. <laughs> and David Lynch's Dune is definitely David Lynch's Dune. But yes, I still picture um, what is his name? Jeez, I can't, you know, it's going to be really rough to do a podcast with movies when you can't remember actors' names. The guy from Twin Peaks, that's, that's who I picture when I read the book. I can't take, get his face out of my head. Well, so he's the only one though, all of the new cast members, the Bene Gesserit, we're going to get a whole series about them apparently, unless the Warner Brothers messes that up. Kyle McLaughlin. Um, Thank you, yep. Kyle McLaughlin. That's some damn good coffee. Um, <laughs> I use that gift a lot. But, yeah. Well, um, I'll probably have more to say mm-hmm. about it after I've been able to watch it a second time and finish rereading mm-hmm. the book. And we can look yes, forward to another part. We, we should do a big-time um, Dune breakdown. I need to uh, – I, th- I think that's probably a good place for us to yeah. probably conclude. Yeah, I need another drink. I think we managed to talk about several little things for nearly an hour. We got it all in in under 45 minutes. We're at 42 minutes. This is great. I'll have this downloaded by Tuesday. Uh, uh, (laughs) Next episode, we can discuss Eternals. See what we think about the Eternals. Coming out next weekend. I got to go into a theater again. Oh, I'm very excited for the Eternals. Very excited for the Eternals. Uh, But every tweet I've read said, oh, the theater was packed. It's like, oh. I don't want to go into another full, but you know what? The cases are going down. Yeah. 
I'll just double mask and do it. Maybe my wife will go with me this time. You never know. But uh, yeah, we'll definitely talk about the Eternals. And that will, let's see, does it come out Thursday or did it Thursday. already come out? Comes out Thursday. Yeah, I guess we'll have to do spoiler free, huh? That's only a couple days and then it's not going to be on Disney Plus. So yeah. Yeah. Oh, good. We'll do that spoiler free. So uh, we'll, we'll talk about some other stuff. Maybe we can start. Yeah. Maybe we should do the Watchmen in pieces because I just read it. Boy, we overpromised on to that, try and didn't do it in one episode. We, yeah, we, we over. But I have read it, but doing that in one episode seems like uh, it um, does. Yeah, a no. bad idea. Yeah, um, let's break it up. Maybe we, let's let's at least do the first like chapter of it. Okay. And, and see how that goes. Sure. All right. Have a good night. Do like subscribe. Yep. Um, restore the Snyderverse. Uh, oh, let's watch Army of Thieves. I've heard it's really fun on Netflix. Okay. It's uh, from the uh, Army of the Dead universe, but there's no zombies in this one, so you can watch it without having to worry about your family being around. Oh, well, all Look right. It up, then. Army of the Thieves. Okay. All right. And have a good night, and we'll see you uh, uh, next week or sooner or later. Toodaloo, Scooby.